I'm in. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Success Academy podcast. Today, I have with me Eddie Pinero, an entrepreneur with a passion for utilizing social media and internet-based platforms to create powerful, captivating content that inspires and motivates others. He's also a keynote speaker and the founder of Your World Within, and he has his videos and articles seen, shared, and commented on by over 20 million people worldwide. So welcome to the show, Eddie. Hey, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for getting on the show. Um, start off with, why don't you just share a bit more of your story, who you are, and what you do? Sure. Uh, so my name is Eddie. I am uh, I'm an entrepreneur, and uh, I started Your World Within, which is kind of my primary platform for sharing my thoughts and experiences um, on YouTube about uh, probably four-ish years ago now. Um, and so it started, I, you know, I, I sort of left the corporate world and was experimenting with music and writing and, and just kind of things that I like to do, right? The creative side of things. And, um, you know, it wanted, just happened to sort of combine the music, combine the speech and kind of create this little cinematic production, sharing my thoughts, kind of promising myself that I wouldn't quit. It's a little speech called Ode to Excellence. And I put it on YouTube and uh, it was just such a blast. Like the process was so fun that I stepped back and was like, you know what, there's a business model here. Um, and that's kind of where everything started, you know, kind of following that instinct and the creativity and the things that I like to do. So, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's definitely a lot of kind of how it works. Like a lot of times when you just get out there and just try different things, and that leads to kind of where you are now kind of thing for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you're an entrepreneur now and stuff. And I mean, you got started, like you said, like around four years ago, I think, right? So, but do you think looking back when you were like a young kid, did you ever do certain things or have like, certain characteristics that kind of showed you had this sort of like entrepreneurial DNA? That's an interesting question. I, um, you know, I've always sort of liked to explore, maybe, maybe push, uh, push buttons a little bit. Um, but I always tried things, you know, I always dabbled in, in different sports, different groups, uh, you know, was in bands, uh, playing music, um, you know, with the video camera making, you know, little productions, just kind of doing stuff like that. Um, yeah. and I guess when I look back, maybe that was the precursor to, uh, to where I am now, you know? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I mean like a lot of the people that I ask on the show, like that's a question that I ask a lot. And I feel like a lot of people definitely have that kind of background that sort of leads them coming on entrepreneur when they have certain these characteristics. So like in regards to that, do you think that like anyone can be an entrepreneur or do you think it takes a certain type of person that has like these experiences at a young age and that kind of mindset? Yeah. So I think, I think the resources available now are, are, I mean, it really doesn't matter what you do, like what your thing is, what your, your niche or what you love to do. You can take it and you can share it with the world on these platforms and you can find ways to monetize it and reach people and grow a business around it. Um, I don't think there's ever been, you know, a more opportune time. And everyone, everyone's capable of doing that because everyone sort of brings their own unique angle to what they love to do. Yeah. So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Definitely agree. Yeah, and I mean, um, the thing about entrepreneurship is, I mean, it's definitely like a cool thing now, like a lot of people are wanting to get into it, but I feel like definitely in entrepreneurship and things like that, there's definitely going to be like a lot of setbacks along the way and things like that. So why don't you talk a bit about that and what your thoughts are on setbacks and how you can sort of turn those setbacks into eventual comebacks and sort of those short-term failures into long-term success. Yeah, I think that's the million dollar question, man. And it's one of the things that like, you know, I really learned along the way. It's yeah. like, cause our tendency is we don't want to fail. We don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but not only is it definitely going to happen, you need it because yeah. you know, with those failures, um, 
you learn and you grow. And you also learn that like when you look like an idiot or you put something out and it doesn't do well and it doesn't sell or whatever, like you just adjust and move on. You don't die. It's fine. You know, um, which is really hard to kind of wrap your mind around. It's like, yeah. we have this resistance to try things, but life is about kind of throwing it against the wall, seeing what sticks and, and readjusting again and again. Yeah. And again. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely like, I mean, that's like, I remember I was listening to like this interview with like Kobe Ryan. He's saying how he likes losing because then that way he like, there's just so many ways to improve and just kind of fix and then like look at where you can change. And then that's when you're going to get better. Because I mean, if you're just constantly winning, then you aren't going to learn from that. So you're not going to like improve. So definitely, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a monster, man. I read uh, Relentless, which is by, oh, yeah. you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, by his trainer and just the way he approaches life. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and I mean, like, as an entrepreneur, like, because you're going to have, like, these setbacks, and some people, I mean, they kind of see these setbacks as, like, you know, like, they're going to quit. Like, some people have that wrong mindset sort of thing. So you definitely have to develop the right mindset as an entrepreneur to be able to keep going. So what are your thoughts on developing the right mindset? And then also, do you do certain things every day to sort of constantly be improving your mindset? Like, do you have certain, like, a certain morning routine or things like that that sort of sets yourself up for success? Yeah, I think as far as mindset, you know, I, I, I keep it pretty simple. It's like uh, my favorite quote is not all who wander are lost. And I think, you know, especially now there's such a hesitancy to just try things. Um, and so that's sort of the mentality that I, I take every day. And it's hard. It's not something that comes easy. So again, it's like something that I'm constantly sort of reminding myself. It's like explore, explore. This is fun. This is a gift. This is, you know, um, it's an opportunity every day. And so yeah. when you look at it through like that lens of gratitude, that really helps, especially in the bad days, right? Because uh, as you know, as an entrepreneur, there are like, there's such great highs, but there's also really low lows. Yeah. Um, and so when you kind of package that as, as part of this journey and this gift, um, I think that's a mindset that every oper- or every entrepreneur should have in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Of- oh, go ahead. Yeah. That's like, I mean, like what you're saying is like that thing on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like, about like the life of an entrepreneur and it's like you know like the heartbeat like goes up and down there's like the like you're saying like the big highs and then it's like you need that to be alive it's like the heartbeat kind of things yeah that's definitely like you need it for sure 100 percent. and then it's like finding those things too that like help you maintain that you know whether it's it's music whether it's self-help whether it's a a, a listening to a speech in the morning whether it's a run um yeah you know uh, to your point like constantly putting yourself in the position to be the best version of yourself and and see clearly because it's easy to get sort of the minutia tends to rise if you don't if you're not proactive about it yeah so, for sure yeah. um i mean yeah in terms of that i i saw that you had like your ted talk you did called running in the rain and i i got the chance to watch part of it i didn't quite finish it i'm going to but um why don't you talk a bit about that and sort of the idea behind it and sort of where the idea came from kind of thing yeah so the running in the rain thing was a real 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 pivotal point uh in, in my progression it happened pretty early on and it's a pretty simple idea. It was, you know, I, I was talking about things that we do for clarity. Well, I run, I run, almost, I've been injured, but you know, when I'm healthy every day, it's like my thing. Um, and so this one morning I got up and, uh, you know, I was going to go on my run and it was like January in Boston and, and I got up and I opened the door and it was like windy and there's frozen sleet coming down. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to do this. And not only that, like the idea is, it would make sense to just go in. It makes sense to go to bed or have breakfast. And then, you know, later on in the day, take that run, right? No, I mean, no one cares. No, you don't lose anything, but I went and I ran 
and no one was out there and it sucked for a little bit and, and it was cold and wet and uncomfortable. But you, the idea is, long story short, you come back and you've embraced discomfort, not excruciating pain, but discomfort. And you've made yourself a little bit better, right? You've, you've put your, yourself a tiny bit above everyone else because you did what most people would. You stepped into that discomfort. And so the idea is when you do that on a daily basis, it becomes ingrained in everything you do, whether it's work or relationships or sports. It's like that little thing that sucks, you don't think about it. You just do it. Yeah. And it snowballs. And then you find yourself, you know, really, really, really kind of opening yourself up for growth and doing what most people won't. And as you know, like that's what determines success. That's what makes greatness. The little things every day that most people won't do. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely super true. And also, I mean, there's that quote how like life is always in motion. So you're either moving forwards or backwards. So like, I mean, just doing those little things to like constantly be getting like forward momentum and constantly be like putting in the work to like keep going. And also like, like you said, getting outside of your comfort zone and stuff. Cause I mean, that's like a lot of people try to stay inside their comfort zone, but like when you do things like that to get outside of your comfort zone, then that kind of grows and you kind of grow with it, I guess. So that's definitely, yeah, for sure. Exactly. And that momentum is an important point too. It's yeah. like the littlest thing will, will kind of reignite your momentum and get you going again when you feel totally lost. So yeah. that's, that in itself is an important point. It's like always be looking for that little thing that's going to spark, you know, your momentum. Yeah, progress. yeah for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, something cool that I heard about you that I wanted to talk about more is I heard there was like, because you do like speech writing and that kind of stuff. So I heard there was the guy that wanted you originally to write the speech for him and you sort of offered a price that you thought was like, you know, like a super high price. And then he said to like charge what you were worth and he made you charge like 10 times more than that or like something like that. So why don't you get into that story and sort of the power of like the best way to increase your net worth is to know your worth and just talk about sort of charging for value and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. It, it is. It's knowing your worth. And, and yeah. it was um, someone that, I, like you said, I do speech writing. And someone said, hey, I have a keynote speech coming up. Can you help me? I said, absolutely. And uh, I, he flew down to Florida. I met with him. And, and we were talking a little bit about what he was looking for in the speech. Um, you know, very, very successful, influential, just uh, pretty incredible dude. And I'm sitting there just learning a lot from him, right? And, yeah. um, you know, when the time came, he's like, you know, what do you charge? And as you know, a young entrepreneur, I'm like, I don't care. I just want to be around like people like you, right? Great minds, people that are, are pushing me forward. And that was the first time someone he made me look me in the eyes, like, Eddie. You know, you need to be a salesman, right? And he he wrote me a check for more than I had, you know, um, suggested. And he said, from now on, you're never worth less than this number. And and what I say, like when when I was talking about it last week, is I, I left. Um, you know, I left the parking lot a year and a year and change ago, whenever that happened, it was just like blown away because I'd neglected that part of myself and my progress, my journey, right? It's like, you're always worth what you decide you're worth. Yeah. And if you undervalue yourself, the rest of the world will. And I had the stranger come in and be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're more than this. You're more than this. And, uh, everything changed. Yeah. You know, I, what I charge for, um, you know, my, my, my services, but also like the people I surround myself with, like when you view yourself higher, the world conforms to that. Yeah. Which is why I look at that as, you know, such a pivotal conversation. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely a powerful way to like, I mean, a lot of people will 
you know, like it's all about like some people look at life, like charging as an entrepreneur as like kind of charging for time, that kind of stuff, you know, but really you have to look at it. Like, like you were saying, like charging for value and like what value you're actually bringing to the other person and then charging that way. Cause I mean, there's some things that like definitely they may not take you a whole lot of time. And I mean, I'm sure they do, but like you definitely have to charge more so based on the value that it brings for sure. And knowing your worth and what you're worth. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, in terms of speech writing, I was kind of curious exactly, um, how that works. So why don't you talk a bit more about that and like what exactly you do in terms of speech writing and how you turn like a business out of that. And then also how do you kind of find clients that are actually wanting you to write their speeches for them? Yeah. So that's, um, one of the interesting things about this journey, and I say, um, I, I, I'll put it this way. YouTube is really the crux of what I do. And people talk about YouTube being like, you know, monetizing it and all those things. And it's nice. It's nice to have some passive income coming in. But the beauty of YouTube, if you do it right and you share your knowledge and your value with the world, is it's, it's, it's free marketing. You get yourself yeah. out there. And so when I started this, you know, I just wanted to be creative. Right? I just wanted to share myself with the world. Um, and what that sort of evolved into, right? the, the consistent effort and, and, and constantly working at it and putting things up and sharing is a speech writing business, is you know, a speaking business, is a video creation business, a marketing business, these things that you sort of uh, acquire expertise in, right? And so you know, I have people contacting me regularly, uh, you know, daily to do these things. Um, and I attribute, you know, 99% of that to YouTube and just the transparency and the, the ability to get, get out to the world. Um, and so for speech writing, it depends on what it is. You know, I've, I've written for, you know, CEOs for internal meetings, um, you know, keynote speakers, um, health and fitness coaches. I mean, you name it. it it's just, it really varies. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, in terms of that, if there's, just for the listeners that may be wanting to get into like doing speaking or things like that and maybe not necessarily like paying someone to write the speeches for them, but if they're wanting to actually write the speeches themselves to do a speech or that kind of things, what would be sort of your sort of speech writing tips? Like, I know that's kind of a broad sort of question, but if you could break it down into sort of like a formula, what do you think is like super key when writing speeches? I, I think to speak it, which sounds into it, like it sounds silly, right? But people, <laughs> when they're writing things, how we write and how we speak, very different. Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing. It's almost a lot of the times, uh, it's not even what you say, it's how you say it, right? Yeah. Um, the delivery is everything. So I think paying attention to the intonation and um, you know, how you're delivering it and also emotion, 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 it makes the world go round. So understanding what emotions you want to pull from the crowd or, or the audience, and where to interject that into the speech. I think those, you know, simple things really make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. And like I was listening to or watching your TED talk and like you definitely do that for sure where like it's just interesting listening to like the way you say it and stuff. Like cuz I mean a lot of people kind of will present their speeches and they just kind of say it like you said like it like say it like you'd speak it rather than just writing it out. So that's definitely a powerful way to like really actually like enunciate your word like your words and like really get into it like that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, in terms of YouTube, as you were talking about that, you've sort of built that brand, your world within. So why don't you talk a bit about that and sort of what your tips are for like how you've been able to grow on YouTube and how you've been able to have these like viral videos and reach so many people. 
Um, well, I mean, it's been sort of a, a long process. I think one of the things that people ask me, you know, frequently is what was the video that shot you to the moon or what was the video that really lifted your channel? And, and looking back, you know, I, there wasn't one that took it from here to here. You know, it's been a very steady, very incremental process. I've learned, I've grown, I've changed. If you look at what I do on day one versus the type of videos that I do now, uh, I've shifted, you know, pretty dramatically. And so, um, you know, the, uh, the artistic twist that I put in my videos where some of it's spoken word, it's poetry now, you know, in day one, that wasn't the case. So, um, I got, well, what was the, what, I sort of went off on a tangent. What was the original question? No, yeah, that's all good. But yeah, just like about like how you're able to like reach so many people with like your message kind of thing on oh. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in doing that, like it's, it's been a progress and I think the yeah. authenticity uh, in the transparency of like, this is me growing. It allows people to relate, you know, yeah. I think if you, if you add value in a relatable way, um, that, that really opens a lot of doors and people want to interact and they want to watch and they want to share. Yeah. Um, so it's understanding that. Yeah. It's definitely key. Cause I mean like, yeah, a lot of people try to kind of, you know, portray themselves as something that they're not, but when you're relatable and you kind of actually show the journey and that kind of stuff. And that's definitely relatable to like the audience for sure. So that's definitely, definitely key for sure. And I tell you what, man, like, you know how everyone vlogs nowadays, right? Yeah. That to me is so, I, I, I've tried it. I've tried it. I've gotten in front of the camera and, and just kind of, uh, you know, taking the camera around and try documenting my day. But when you're talking about, like, you can't be the same person with a camera in your face as you are when it's not there. You know, yeah. and I feel like that, it creates a lot of difficulty for a lot of YouTubers, for a lot of people trying to make it on that platform. There's a lot of discrepancy between who they are and the character that they're playing. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think people see through that. And so that's uh, definitely a positive and something that I've tried to, to hold on and maintain, you know, from day one to where we are now in that sort of that process. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, in terms of like creating your YouTube videos and all like your speeches and speech writing and all that, how do you sort of, come up with all these different ideas and like how do you get like this sort of creativity to really be able to come up with so many different things like what are your sort of tips for like getting in that sort of creative mindset where you can just like keep on coming up with these ideas or like that kind of thing yeah well, well, well the good news is we all you know deal with stuff you know we all have certain things that we go through certain lessons that we learn things that suck things that are amazing uh we just sort of think you know they're there for a second and they dissipate and i think uh something i try and do is capture things in evernote you know, whether it's like a terrible feeling, whether it's a lesson learned, whether it's, that's pretty cool, whether it's driving, it's like, that's beautiful. Someone says something to me, it's like, oh, that's kind of poetic. That's nice. Write it down, you know, and then it, it, it it's becomes easier to take that little piece of information and transcribe it in an emotional, artistic way that people will understand, you know, because especially entrepreneurs, I mean, we go through a lot of the same stuff, yeah. you know, in terms of, of, of growing and learning and making mistakes and failing and all these things. And, um, you know, being able to tell those stories in a way that people understand is a powerful thing. For sure. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely key to like, I mean, yeah, like just everyday things, just like figure out how you can like use that for sure. It's definitely a powerful way to do that for sure. And I mean, you definitely had a lot of success with doing all of this, building your brand with like your world within and doing your speech writing and speeches and all that. Um, but let's say in 2018, if you were to sort of lose it all and you, sort of lost the brand and the credibility that you've created and um, all of the money, all of like, just like everything you had to start from rock bottom with just the knowledge that you've gained, what would you do in 2018 to sort of work your way back up? 
That is an amazing question. <laughs> um, I think it took me a while to understand that perfection is sort of this myth, right? As we talked about before, and progress is the, is the important thing. And, yeah. and um, you know, so it would be taking the things that I've learned from a creative standpoint and being as aggressive with them uh, or being more aggressive than I was in day one starting out, right? So it would be taking the, you know, the little tidbits I've learned, the creative instincts, all these things that I really enjoy doing and just blasting it out, right? And, and being a lot more aggressive and telling my story um, and getting it out there. Because I think ultimately when you do that, when you really push your message, you know, you grow. I, I, I believe that a lot of times we're hung up on searching for answers as opposed to going and making answers. So now I'm in a position where I know all these things. I know that you don't die when you fail. I know that progress is more important than perfection. So it's just taking this and just go, just push, 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 share, create, explore. Um, and you know, I know I just like anyone else who did that would climb their way right back to the top. So, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely all about just like really getting out there with what you know. And yeah, like you said, it's not about, perfection but rather just progress just taking action just getting out there and then eventually you're gonna like fail and you're gonna learn and then you're gonna get better and then eventually you're gonna get to the end goal for sure yeah exactly yeah so also in terms of your world within you also have sort of like monetize that with sort of like the agency that you you're running with that with like video creation and like marketing like you said so why don't you talk a bit about that and sort of your tips for like what you do for your clients to help them really market their brand and like get out there better kind of thing yeah so for for the video piece, it's really understanding the message they want to convey, right? who their audience is, uh, the emotional impact they want to have, and telling a story. Um, yeah. All marketing is is storytelling, you know. Yeah. And so it's it's sitting down with someone, getting a good feel for what they want to convey, and sort of pushing that along, pushing that process through. Um, yeah. And so that, you know, that's it's been uh, it's been fun creating that, um, and it's really a derivative from the work that I make, right? So the stuff that I put, put out now where it's like stories and things that I've learned and, and you know, sometimes motivational, inspirational, um, really you can pick that up and drop that into any commercial or any, any marketing piece. Um, yeah. cause it's making people feel you feel your authenticity, feel your emotion. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, that's definitely key. Like I really like what you're saying about like, you know, building that story. Like, I don't know if you've read, um, Donald Miller, I think it's his name. He wrote the books, uh, building your story brand. So I read that one. It's definitely, it's all about just like, yeah, like building that, like your brand around that key story and that key message. And it's all about like, I mean, conveying it in like a simple way that's relatable to your audience. And then also um, another thing is a lot of people kind of, when they have their brand, they sort of convey it and they sort of portray themselves as being like the hero, so to speak, is the way he says it. And, but then the people that you're trying to market to in their lives, they're kind of the hero of their own story. Like you get what I mean? So instead of trying to be the hero, because then that just doesn't work, you have to try to be the guide that is just there to kind of help the person that you're trying to reach and just help them to get to their end destination for sure. Exactly. You're not preaching, you're sharing experiences, right? I mean, how yeah. many times do you, do you click a YouTube video and someone's like, I can make you rich, you're doing things wrong. Yeah. It's like, ah, I feel like you're missing the boat a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. It's sharing your experience in a valuable way. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree with that for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, to kind of start to wrap up here, why don't you share, um, just with the audience, this is usually how I sort of end off every episode is if you could share one message with everyone on earth, 
what would you say? Um, I would say just because other people don't see your vision doesn't mean you should shy away from it. I think, uh, you know, an, an incredible thing when you're moving forward with something that, you know, you, you want to do is you're putting this together piece by piece, right? You're creating a vision and people don't see it, right? You'll never get the credibility until it's done, until, until yeah. you show them, right? It's like you can never tell your parents, hey, I have this great idea for a YouTube channel someday because uh, the dots haven't connected yet. And so uh, just because you don't have it in your hand and other people don't see it and other people don't believe it doesn't mean it's not real. It's up to you to sort of make that happen, make the world believe it, keep pushing forward uh, and trust, your, trust yourself. So I think it's a powerful, especially for entrepreneurs, you know? Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. And that's definitely, it's a great place to end off here for sure. So, I mean, thanks again for getting on the episode and why don't you just kind of share with the listeners where they can find you if they want to reach out or just follow your journey, whatever it may be. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sure. all over the place. I'm on YouTube at uh, your world within and uh, same thing, Instagram, your underscore world underscore within. So I'll be around okay. and I'll post them. All right. Sounds great. Thanks again for getting on the episode and to listeners, I'll see you again on the next episode.